Welcome, 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 everyone, to Rapid Reviews Radio, episode 69. I am your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I'm joined by the ever-present, um, effervescent uh, Pete <clears throat> Beckett and uh, a special guest uh, who is snuck in under the radar. Not really. Uh, Nana Marfa, previous guest. How is everyone? Mm, I would say doing pretty good. Good. Excellent. Mm, tired after a long day of work, but Mondays, Monday recordings. Yeah. I was going to say, it's <laughs> another Monday recording. And again, you have no one to blame but me, your humble host, because I was too tired yesterday. <laughs> no, it wasn't just that. It was the fact no, that we did require some more research on the topic that we're going to cover today. Yes, um, but we do need to start the uh, episode with one small announcement. Um, mm, yes, yes, I, I, will, I do. I was going to say I'll preface it and no, then let me... No, oh, no? no? Okay. No, let me just got, go crack straight it? into it. All right, I'm, rip that band-aid. I made a boo-boo last week yep. uh, where I said that Activision were charging $10 for upgrade pass for Crash 4. Uh that is incorrect, so I apologize for misinformation. Yeah, but that's that's why we're cool, man. Um, if, we, if we find new information, we amend it and fix it. So I think that's actually the first amendment we've ever had to make. Yeah, because that's how cool we are. No, <laughs> no, it's because we actually take count accountability. Well, that's what I meant. I meant shorthand. <laughs> shorthand for accountable and, and, and integrity is, is cool. <laughs> Yeah, we've definitely got Tegrity. Like got Stan Tegrity. Marsh. Yeah, Tegrity Farms. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, now that that part's over. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. We are going to move swiftly on. Um, and this is going to be also a controversial topic, but we do not shy away from controversy on this show. Uh, it's a big tent and we're all in it. That's, I think that's how the analogy goes. Um, so, do we want to start with anything or are we going to jump right in, Pete? I think we'll just jump right in because this is... Uh, it's a big this one. This is complex. It, it is. requires a lot of discussion. Uh, some and nuance. sources and nuance. Uh, Please so. be aware of that as you start to listen this is not a black and white issue. There, it does require nuance and critical thinking. But we have yeah. the best listeners in the world, so I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried <laughs> about that either. So. Yeah, we got we got the coolest people. See, see, they got integrity. Yeah, exactly. They, they, yeah, they know. They know. Yeah. So shall we jump um, in? Shall we just yeah. go jump straight into the sp- to the tweet that caused right. that caused the issue? Yep, let's do All it. Right. Okay, yep. so. Uh, on the f- February the twentieth, um, a uh, a Twitter user by the name of Leo Rob- Liam Robertson, who is of Did You Know Gaming, has also done some stuff in Nintendo Life, mm-hmm. uh, had made a tweet saying, "I know this is just shocking, but the lead designer of Hogwarts Legacy is Troy Leavitt. I believe that's how you pronounce it. L e a v i double t, a far right YouTuber who used to make anti fem and pro Gamergate videos." with the link to his YouTube channel. Um, uh, It then goes on to say, I want to make something clear here. I'm not trying to, air quote, cancel anyone. 
I just wanted to let people know this because I feel it's something people might like to know before deciding whether to support this project. This is all public information and there for anyone to find. In Leavitt's, def in, in Leavitt's In Defense of John Lasseter video, he discusses how Lasseter was personally nice to him when they worked together closely on the Cars 2 video game. Uh, I believe John Lasseter is the director of Cars, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's like one of the big executives at Pixar, I believe. Okay. Yes. So uh, he then goes on to say he characterizes the Me Too movement as a moral panic and downplays Lasseter's many sexual harassment allegations, essentially because he doesn't think any of them qualify as outright illegal, and he believes they were less severe than Harvey Weinstein's. However, he claims that making this distinction within the climate of Me Too could cause him to be branded a rape apologist, and says, After all, I'm a white male myself, so my mere existence is assumed to be part of the problem. Quite the word soup there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to, to describe it. Um, do you want to discuss or do you want to read Troy's rebuttal? Uh, we'll get onto that in a bit because actually okay. that's not technically a rebuttal. Uh, because True. this has come a lot, it came a lot later on. So we can cover that uh, okay. in regards to uh, the eventual fallout of how, uh, of everything that's happened since then. Right. So. We'll be honest here, this picked, picked up some traction a f about a week or so ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Where yeah. Um, a lot of outlets, including, I believe, Kotaku, Polygon, uh, VG, uh, VGC, VG247, and a fair few others to boot, all came out and basically branded uh, Troy Leavitt as the worst man in the world, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um well well we need to touch on a few other things as well. Um the fact that uh, okay. I I don't think go how do I say this? I'm just going to say it. it it's just easier to do that. Um so there's a lot of controversy over uh I was going to say Hogwarts. That's not what I mean. Harry Potter. Yeah. Because the writer, J.K. Rowling, has been branded a turf. Uh, we won't get into the... We'll call it. Yeah. We won't get into the specifics of that because that's not really what this story is about. Uh, but that does give a kind of background to this game was already getting some side-eye because people are like, I don't want to support Harry Potter anymore. Yeah. And I think... Um... I think it's Avalanche Studios who are working on this, aren't they? Mm -hmm. um, who basically had to come out and said that J.K. Rowling has had, has nothing to do with this project. You know, this is right. all us. So they're trying really hard to sort of distance themselves away from the uh, the quote-unquote transphobic things that J.K. Rowling has said. Yeah. Yeah, they're really trying. Um, I, I think really now that I'm talking, this is kind of organically forming in my mind. Um, I would like to hear and I would like to give my own point of view about this. Sure. And I would like to hear you guys' point of view because we're all three coming at this culturally from different places. Um, and I think that would be – I think that's really cool um, to get our different takes on it and to build a, a, a 
bigger, more nuanced picture. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so who so- wants to get cancelled first? <laughs> um, I'm kidding, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think Nana should go first, and then Pete, you go, and then I'll go. Just sure. because, you know, being female, it's... God, I hate that. Just, just does it. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah, we're going age yeah. over beauty here. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, the thing I think is just, uh, I think this is just kind of another thing, just to really come at this game in essence, because it's like it already attracted a lot of controversy with um it being Harry Potter and of course mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling. Like there was a lot of like when when this was being worked on or even rumored, there was a lot of rumors going around about this not maybe not being that great, you know. So yeah. it's like I feel like there's a lot of um I feel like it's just like another thing that's gonna really set back this game in essence. Mm-hmm. Mm, I agree. Um, I definitely uh I definitely agree with that. Um what Nana, do you feel uh anything in regards to uh Troy Le- Levitt or Leave It? Um have you watched any of his videos before? I I have not no. Okay. Um so do you have any thoughts or feels in regards to uh a lot of people nowadays being labeled uh you know either right or left, uh far right, far left, alt right, um even alt left. Uh do you think that really should be in the dialogue about games do you think that's a point an important stance to take for get dev studios to take and declare uh, not not really no to be honest i think you should create good games first and foremost mm-hmm. um do you think that a person's political stance can cause them to make good or bad games no i don't think it can yeah 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 um pete what about your point of view um, after reading that statement, uh, well, Liam's statement. Yes, sorry, Liam's statement. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it it definitely. The thing that I mentioned to you straight off the bat about this when I did see it initially uh, was the fact that it says I'm try I'm not trying to cancel anyone, but yet the whole vitriol mm-hmm. has led to essentially a cancellation. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like I wanted people to know this was just it is. Uh, and I'm going to use a term here that a quote a lot of, I'm going to say it, a lot of leftists put towards alt-writers is mm-hmm. the dog whistle. Um, mm-hmm. This definitely feels like a dog whistle to far leftists to do their thing. And I don't mm. think politics should have any part to play in game development whatsoever. Your right. political leaning should not make a difference. Right. Um, so we'll take it kind of to an absurd uh, extreme, and this is just for a thought exercise for our audience and for us. Um, if a developer, uh, and, and in this instance, uh, Levitt is the uh, lead designer. Yeah. Uh, so, so we'll say that. Well, it will say the creative director. If there is a creative director, and you knew a hundred percent, like they were proud and unashamed. Uh, to be, you know, um, 
I don't know, part of, uh, I guess, Nazis. I was trying to think of the worst things in the world. Pretty much they're the worst to me. Sorry, guys. Sure. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but if you did find out that, let's say, uh, they were proud and un- unabashedly um, you know, Nazi people, whatever they're called, um, would you still be able to support that game? Mm, I would I would try to at least because I don't mm-hmm. think your view ideology unless you're deliberately spreading it in the game right it's like it's like I don't think your ideology makes you a bad creator in that mm-hmm. sense I feel like you should be able to separate the some art, from the artist yeah mm-hmm. at least somewhat in this case and it's like with this in the case of this where they are trying so hard I think you should at least try to as well because um, like, you can't really you can really see like Avalanche are trying to distance himself yeah from yeah um, so I I do wonder this this is kind of a philosophical question that actually a lot of uh, well, philosophy students deal with, which is separating the art from artist, which is the whole point of any of my uh, uh, questions right now. Um, because after World War II, it was discovered that a lot of artists were former, you know, either Nazis or, or, or believed the same way. And um, a lot of the NASA scientists were all former Nazi scientists, which is insane to me. But... Um, and so people had to wrestle with this separating the art from the artist. Uh, I'll they be honest. They didn't particularly mm-hmm. do that very well in the 50s, though, with the whole McCarthy era. No, of, uh, exactly. Calling out the old red panic in Hollywood. Yeah. And I'll be very honest that um, I I have trouble separating art from artist. Uh, I I just always have. That's just me. That that's purely me, and I don't judge anyone else who you know for for their stance. Um, so having said all of that, <laughs> um, I it, it, this gets confusing, and it's going to be very confusing for people who may not know, who may be uh, maybe too young, didn't live through it, or don't know, or whatever. But that wonderful phrase, Gamergate. <laughs> so, oh boy, I'm rolling you know, my eyes already. I know, I know, we all are. Uh, Gamergate was a thing that happened uh, a few years ago. Now, in 2014. I thought it was possibly even earlier. So, it, okay. yeah, it's probably that. Um, the long and short of it, and I'm giving the most abridged edition possible. So please, if you're out there, don't think I'm belittling. I'm strictly doing this for brevity. Um, it comes down to a reviewer and a game developer had a intimate relationship. He reviewed her game and gave it a great, you know, glowing review. Yeah. And then the later came out that they had a intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. This caused a lot of people to say, was that ethical? I think that was a valid question at the time. Yeah. But unfortunately, what happened was everybody split into two camps. It was a very freaky time for games journalism because you were either, for some reason, it broke into uh, you were on the side of uh, anti-feminist and 
feminist. I'm still not sure how that happened. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody is. Yeah, because that it none of that it didn't follow that. <laughs> but the reason why I've brought that up is because Troy Levitt uh, has made several anti-feminist slash pro Gamergate videos. Um, he's never hid these. These are not hidden. They're uh, he's not ashamed of them. Um, they are his opinions. I will be straight up and honest and say I don't agree with all of his opinions, but guess what? I also don't agree with Anna Sarkeesian. So well, you can do that, apparently. <laughs> you can disagree. S- you with- can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that is very easy to do, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah it really yeah. is. So, I, and I am using the female point of view because I am one, and... And this is about feminism and, and stuff. Um, oh, it's all right. You, we all know you're a gender traitor anyway, so. And that is, <laughs> that is actually not a joke. Pete is actually saying something I have literally been called on Twitter because I'm far too nuanced. I can't do, you know, either or. Um, so, uh, but having said that, um, do I care if the lead designer makes youtube videos about gamergate no i don't care i unless he's at very much mirroring what nana said which is unless he's created a easter egg that says you know women can't play games or something you know <laughs> i could care i could not care less the thing is though is that every every journalist or someone who's trying to bring up gamergate keeps bringing it up like it's still a thing like no it right. died already no it, uh, it definitely died it definitely died I mean, come um, on it's been seven nearly seven years at this point let's give it a rest now it's yeah. not it's not even a good argument anymore well, this is what I was going to say, is that we've lost sight. The whole gaming community has lost sight of the original uh, you know, discussion point, which, again, a valid discussion. Should someone that you have a relationship with state that they're in a relationship with you when they give a review? Yes. I think that was valid. And yeah, I, I actually do, too. But that's I'm because sorry. we're big on integrity. Um, yeah, of course. That's the thing, right, is that just for an example outside of gaming, I once was doing a job where... Um, it's not the most ideal job that I've ever ever done was debt collection. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but that's I ha- a tough one. I oh. happened to run across a case where I personally knew them. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I had to make calls to them. So I literally went up to my manager and said, no, I can't touch this one. She went, why? And I said, conflict of interest. Exactly. So exactly. I- I'm afraid that if you have some sort, if you have somebody that you know who is working on a game, like, regardless of how small or big that participation is within that mm-hmm. that game distance yourself away from it immediately because absolutely you, like absolutely. It, it, it could hinder the game itself by having these accusations of of bias going around mm-hmm. uh just because exactly. like people will look at that and go well you only scored this favorably because you know that person and and see and that's the thing that is something I want to to really speak to, which is um, even back in 2014. Okay, if you think there's not a lot of you know females in game development now, there was even less back then. So for uh, Zoe, 
um, whatever her last name is. What was it? Quinn. For Zoe Quinn to jeopardize the effort that people have done, you know, and she jeopardized her own game, her own reputation. It angers me because I want to see more females in games, in gaming and game development specifically. Um, And here she was having an intimate relationship with the person that reviewed her game. The optics on that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it was fine and they were dedicated to one another or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea about the no idea the state of that. <laughs> but um, yeah. but the optics are bad, and it sets women back a lot, a lot. Um, and so I cannot. I'm not going to sit here and be like, um, oh, all those like this. Troy Levitt person. Oh, he's completely justified in making his you know, Gamergate videos. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's just he's completely entitled to his opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't support it, but I'm also not bothered. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Su- you don't have to support it if you don't like it. Yeah, there's no issue I mean, with that. It still it still maintains an issue of free speech and free expression. Exactly. Um, there's an old saying that we used to say in America that you don't really see much nowadays, which is, um, I don't support what you say, but I support your right to say it. And that has stuck with me since I was a child because it is something I strongly, strongly believe in. Um, I do not, I do not support anyone who has violent rhetoric. Um, anytime violence is brought up, I, I'm, I am absolutely 100% uh, abhorrent of that. Same here. Me yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, but as soon as, but if you're voicing, you know, oh, I have conservative views, I'm not going to agree with them, but I'm not going to be like judgmental. I grew up in East Texas. I, if I had to, <laughs> if I had to like <laughs> forget everyone that had conservative right leaning views, I would have zero relatives and zero childhood friends in my life. So. <laughs> I can't discount a whole group of people uh, that I grew up around just yeah, because they're I different. feel like yeah. the madness of 2020 <laughs> and just everything that went on in that year has made people forget about that, really. Yeah, and um, I, I've always had very strong left-leaning leaning friends. I, I tend to be uh, left of center, I believe is what they call it. A centrist, but I lean left. But I've had friends who are like you know what what uh what my my uh relatives would call the loony left <laughs> yep. and they would start bashing uh the stereotype of well we'll say east texans and i had to remind them a i am one um b you're talking about all of my family and friends um who are you know people that go to work, uh, take care of their kids and, you know, uh, put food on the table. We're all alike underneath this, these labels. Yeah, we're all human. Yeah, and I I think, and I hate to just be like, social media and big tech is bad. Um, But I do think that, uh, I think social media has led to this divide um, of putting everyone in these camps. Uh, you're either right or you're left, and if you're one or the other, uh, you know you're you're my my tribe. You're part of my tribe. Um, mm. 
There definitely and, and, is a more of a tribalistic view nowadays than yeah than and I have seen across my entire life. Uh, yeah, definitely, and it's bleeding into our uh, you know our personal communities like gaming, like the gaming community. For all of us, all three of us are a huge part of that. Yeah. Um, and I know there's no easy answer. I know this, but the idea that you can just dismiss someone and their talents and their contributions because they have a different viewpoint from you. I, I, I can't find the logic in that. I am open-minded and I'm willing to listen to someone who has a better uh, sense of logic about that, but I can't. Because I, I, I find that unfortunately in most occasions that a person who is criticizing you quite heavily for that kind of thing, mm-hmm. they don't tend to have that many interesting discussion points and arguments against it. So that the, the easiest thing for them to do is just to go, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a this and that, because those labels have a detrimental effect on anyone that means that they don't necessarily want to have a discussion about yeah, yeah I've, I've found myself caught in that trap quite a mm. few times mm-hmm. I, I have been as well unfortunately and i think the worst one was having a disagreement with someone about star wars to being led to being called a QAnon supporter yeah and i don't know how that happened that that should never even oh i just bought my microphone i hope i didn't <laughs> blow anyone's ears no, out no no. Um, no 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 um but i i don't even know how something our our popular culture things that we all love and have grown up around what the frick does that gotta do with politics i mean yeah okay, there is a saying that there is uh, all poli- uh, all art has politics in it, and I'm willing to which say I, yes. Which I don't believe. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Um, uh, but... Uh, Go on, Nana. Explain what you mean by that, because I think that requires a bit of discussion. Yeah. Mm, sure, sure. I don't mind. It's like, I just, I don't, I don't really believe that idea, because it's in essence, you're kind of just saying, like, for me, it's kind of just like, when you look at some of the stuff that I usually play, it's like, I don't think you can say all art has politics, because it's like, I get that, like, killing God is kind of a political (laughs) statement, but it's like, in the end, it's like, it's a trope that things do, and like, if you look back to historical times, there are reasons why they do this, and I don't think they all stem from politics, you know, like, one of the big things in Japanese media is that because of the war, Mm -hmm. they have protagonists that have to save the world but without losing themselves in essence so it's like there it's like i don't think that ties from politics that ties from cultural reasons of course that ties in from the war that ties into like like i think it's just more culture and where you grew up in rather than Mm. politics actually i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna agree with that point actually that's a fair a very fair I think that's fair, yeah. Um, although I would make the argument that war is political, but I actually think we could revise that and say uh, all art has cultural uh, yeah. influences. Yeah, yeah. Cult- cultural influences that lead to political discussion, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I just I don't really believe that idea for like that reason, and also it's just a case of I think artists don't intend to have political meaning in everything i i actually uh definitely agree with that um i think i think it gets misconstrued 
like to, um, to to look at one of Kylie's favorite games, Doom. I don't think killing yeah. demons in essence is like inherently political in any sense. Absolutely no. not. No, if they it's were, it's just pure fun. Exactly. I mean, if they were <laughs> yeah. including part of the storyline to be like highly political, then yeah, you might be able to say so. But well, in it this is case, actually the lore is political, but. <laughs> Yeah, you have to dig um, deep for that. I mean, I, yeah, I heard that, yeah. I heard this very rightly from someone. Is it, that Doom is ninety five percent killing yeah. demons and five percent yeah. story? Yeah, well, see, that's the whole deal. The game itself, you're not going to pick up on any of that. It's only if you read into you know the comic books and the you know background stuff yeah. and stuff like that, which is different writers and different points of view. You know, they're coming at it, you know, sure. they're building lore. Uh, the game itself, which is, you know, the media that we all consume, uh, the game itself is literally shooting and killing demons. Yeah. Whereas you, <laughs> yeah. can, you can swing that on the other hand with a game, and um, I, I hate to say it again, for, mm-hmm. but it seems to be that this comes up all the time. The Last of Us Part Two, which that was seems to be inherently political. I think that was intentionally provocative. Um, we've stated that many times, and I think we're all well. I, I can't speak for us. I, I'll speak for myself. I still stand by that. Yeah. Um, I think it was intentionally provocative. I would love to have seen it handled better, but that's because I have quite a connection to the Joel and Ellie uh, pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I really do feel that. Uh, not what's his name? Not Gaiman. Neil. What's his name? Druckman. Neil Druckman. Druckman. Yes. Uh, I really feel he intentionally injected politics into that. Yeah. Um, so that's what I mean. There's a big difference between intentionally injecting politics and everything being political in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with you on that point, uh, actually. Um, so, but back to this point of Troy Levitt. Mm-hmm. Um, I again, I do not support him. I don't support his views necessarily. Um, like, here's the thing: when you're when you're watching someone's videos, which is what I do very frequently, um, mm-hmm. you're getting a uninterrupted string of dialogue. You're not getting any counterpoints, no. unless you know, unless they're. Uh, you know, dissecting someone else's argument, then sometimes they'll show, like, you know, the other person's argument. Sometimes, yeah. That's so rare. if it's like a reaction video or like a response or something like that. Yeah. So you've got this guy. Let's say Troy Levitt. He's giving his uninterrupted, uh, unnuanced opinion uh, because there's no one on the other side. If you were to sit him down, let's say even on this show, we may hear a whole different take. Sure. There's just so much more to humans than the five minutes you see them on screen yeah but the only thing i would say about that is that you say that there's no one refuting the claims or refuting the talking points that are coming up in the video i mean in the actual in real time yeah well you are doing that aren't you by listen by watching that video you're either agreeing or disagreeing so you're therefore doing that in your own mind well, yeah, but you don't have, let's say he makes a statement. Let's say you listen to that statement. Let's say you misunderstand the statement. See, this happens to autistics a lot. You misunderstand the state statement that he said. He's not there to go, uh, can you clarify what you meant by oh, blah, blah? 
Okay, yeah, yeah. But understandable. That's what I mean. So you're getting an unfiltered view. No, I'm not going to say unfiltered. That's not the correct word because it is filtered. It's filtered down to, you know, five or ten minutes of yeah. these talking points. Um, I don't think, and, and again, audience, please <laughs> reach out and tell me if I'm wrong. And please, because I'm, I'm happy to listen to other points of view. But I don't think that that should dictate your job opportunities. Unless you're espousing hate and and you know uh, crimes uh, again. Yeah, uh, that's that's the, that's the key it's a thing. Different and, realm. Exactly. Yeah. That's the key thing for me about anything to do with speech is so long as it doesn't infringe on other on others' rights. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. sorry, but the right to the right to not offend is not a right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to agree. I mean, um, yeah, that. Again, I'm calling out my, my own personal culture here, but uh, when you're part of the evangelical, let's say the Southern Baptist Union, which is what I was raised in, you spend your entire life being offended, and they call it cancel culture now. We had the boycott. Oh, um, God, the boycotts. Yes. Oh, we, boy. My family, my friends and family, my whole city, whole town, it's a little town, it wasn't a city. <laughs> we weren't big enough to be a city. Um but uh, small town values, oh, uh, we didn't have a Kmart for like 100 miles around us, but ooh, Kmart showed a commercial with two ladies holding hands or whatever. It's like, well, we're boycotting Kmart because Jesus wants us to. And um, nowadays they call that cancel culture and then they rail against it. But I'm like, mm, I, I, I remember all you. I remember all you growing up. <laughs> boycotting literally everything everything was the devil or had demons in it i mean let's um, be honest boycott yeah, culture still does happen in, though mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i get where you're coming from because i grew up in like a christian church myself so it's a, yeah. and a lot of days just being offended yes that's what it is it, it very much is um and it's like we've forgotten how to be offended um some uh, of us or, haven't yeah, well, I mean, forgotten how to grow from it. Let me say that. Okay, uh, yeah. 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 And I think there is this situation now where everything, everybody mm. takes everything far too personally. Like, it is... Yes. Like, and, a, and the meme yes. that comes up, or the, the gift that I like to use in this situation when this happens to me, is um, that one of Brie Larson that says, is this a, some kind of personal attack or something? Yes. Yeah, because that that is essentially what I feel like happens on Twitter quite a lot. Is like someone will say something and then they will take it so personally, like they have been attacked, like, and then they you end up getting a mob of people yeah. just going, "Oh, we must get rid of this person because I'm offended." Yeah. And well, it's it's just the fact that everyone nowadays and i just made a sweeping generalization which is something i try to be against but i did just say everyone nowadays uh no let's rephrase that there seems to be a lot of people in my view in my little circle of the world who are extremely thin-skinned now i know you can be sensitive there's people out there that you know are sensitive naturally yeah um, and I do try really hard to have compassion for that because I don't, I don't have that. I lack that. Um, I'm not built that way, 
but I've seen other people really, really genuinely hurt by things, by people's words and stuff like that. But it's almost like it's gone to the extreme. It's not just I'm a little sensitive. It's you're now my enemy because you said you like Ray from Star Wars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mm. just like what? Like you can go into some discords and they'll have uh, like the, uh, you know, don't mention this word around me because it's upsetting and that's fine. Okay, fine. But then when you're like, don't mention these two characters from this show because they upset me. Mm. I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't do that. That's what you've taken all the joy out of discussion. Exactly. It's, it's a situation where some people would call it, you give them an inch and they take a mile. Yes. Um, and I wonder if that's what's happened now in, and let's say the development, the games development is, you know, we've said, oh, uh, you know, this view, whatever it may be, this extreme view is not acceptable. Let's say, and I am just going to say this. I mean, I don't, I know there, we've got all types of listeners and, you know, they're all over the world. <laughs> um, but um, if, oh God. I don't know. Maybe I'm walking this back, but like, if you don't, if if you are a game developer and you don't support gay marriage, I will have a hard time, kind of, listening to you. Um. But should that be a reason? And I'm going to ask you both this, Pete. You go first. Is something like that a reason to fire someone? Absolutely not. Right, okay. Um, unfortunately, you know, one of the things that is protected by any sort of constitution or any sort of documentation with any sort of world organization is the right to free speech and free expression. Mm-hmm. So, right. you have an opinion, you are entitled to have your opinion, and it technically, against, you know, with these particular documents, like the Declaration of Independence over in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting fired for that is actually unconstitutional. So I don't agree. I might not necessarily agree with it, uh, the point about gay marriage, but I'm going to defend their right to say it because mm-hmm. if you are someone who is very staunchly for free speech, you sometimes have to defend people who have terrible opinions because yeah. because it is a universal right to everybody, not just a select few. Um, Nana, what what about your thoughts? Um, and I am just using that as an example because I think it's a pretty, pretty simplistic example of, you know, if someone's against gay marriage, should they uh, still be employed or should they lose their job? Sure. Mm, I feel like if as long as it's not interfering with, <laughs> like, your line of work, then no, I don't think you should be fired. Mm-hmm. But if it is, I would say, yeah, you should be fired there. It's like, yeah. I think one of the things that a lot of people, like, call for firing of people with garbage opinions is usually either because it involves their line of work or because they're personally offended. But it's like, I do get the feeling that as long as it doesn't involve your line of work, you there should be at least be consideration to not fire you. Mm-hmm. I, okay, so say, like, um, you work for an advocacy group for gay marriage and... 
you were saying I don't support gay marriage. Yeah, I can. Un- I might be able to understand why firing oh, right. that person there might yeah. work, might be a good that, idea. I can get that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, in terms of game development, I think yeah, it's probably not wise to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you found out? Again, we'll do it. Well, we'll do Nana first, then Pete. What if you found out that um, a development studio donated several tons of money um, to, uh, I I don't know, let's say to um, puppy farms, puppy mills that that are terrible. Um, I'm trying to think of something bad. Without (laughs) going down the usual line. Yeah, I don't want to take us to, like, depressing land. Oh, I know. uh, Yeah. And then I choose puppies, of all things. Oh, I love puppies. They, they, okay, I've got one. Uh, A development studio does not support making um, those cute little crocheted vests uh, for chickens in the wintertime because they get cold. That's a thing, by the way. I don't know if anybody knows that. I did. Okay. It's really cute. But what if you found out it was something like that? Like, they they didn't support, or they actively unsupported um, a cause that you feel is good and just. Would you still buy their games? I probably would, to be honest, because again, separate art from artists. But I feel like that's just that's just a case by case basis on yes. what it is. Yes. Very much. I, I'm going to agree with you on that. Definitely case by case. Um, Pete, what about because it's like. <laughs> Because it's like in this case, for in particular, when the studio, in my opinion, has distanced themselves from J.K. Rowling, have said she's not working on the game, and I feel like when they said she's entitled to her opinions, it's like they were just kind of going, "We don't care." I didn't really get why there was such an outrage around it at the time. Because it's like they're just going, "We don't care." She can right. have garbage opinions or whatever. Like yeah. we don't care. We're just trying to make a game with this IP. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, Pete, do you support sweaters on chickens? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> Intentionally loaded, one might say. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm aware I'm not putting it to the chicken's head. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. But, um, uh, go on. So, would you support a, a development studio who is actively unsupportive of causes you believe in? Well, there is such a thing called mm-hmm. voting with your wallet. Yes, there is. So I, if if it's something that they said that I didn't necessarily support, I have the choice to decide whether or not to support them with my hard-earned money. And yeah. uh, I'm not going to say that I will defi- definitely will or definitely won't because I think the thing that matters the most is the end product. If the end product is good, yeah. should it matter? I absolutely, absolutely agree with that. Um, so I guess what you're saying is this revolutionary thing of people should be hired based on merit yeah. and ability. It's That's not, shocking. It's not, it's not revolutionary. That should be the case in any workforce. Well, I was being sarcastic, I, but not, yes. I, I know, I know, but... <laughs> 
I'm aware of that. It's just we have got to an end pass now where people don't actually realise it, and I'm really disappointed that we, as a society, have got this far down the line that we've forgotten that. Yeah. Um, I've just put in the chat the uh, art for this week's uh, episode. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's a winner. That is an absolute Isn't winner. It? Oh, I love animals so much. Um, yeah, Until but, you uh, eat them. Hey, look, I also will not be a hypocrite. Uh, if Yeah, I do. I eat animals. I love them, and I also eat them. Um, but that threw me off, Pete. Thank you. <laughs> oh, to- totally aware of that. <laughs> um, I-, I think really, and, and again, I don't want to speak for anyone so you guys you know interrupt me and say no no that's not what i mean um but i think really what it comes down to is none of us support emotional based firings no it we don't should, yeah yeah it should be based on the person's abilities and merit am i wrong in saying that that's kind of the the vibe of all of us you're not wrong at all especially from my opinion yeah i don't want to put words in anyone's mouth um so i wouldn't say you're wrong either okay um well then that takes us to troy's statement because we only got about 30 minutes left now um because i talked chickens too long (laughs) it's fine it's absolutely fine uh now troy we need to go into that uh he decided to because of the controversy i'm assuming because of the controversy he chose to step down from his position uh now pete do you want to read his statement uh yeah across uh five different tweets yeah uh, dude i don't know why he did that yeah dude learn to tweet (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> this is this is not the meme learn to code learn to tweet um, learn to tweet dude okay so troy uh levitt we'll go with levitt actually because right, yeah. it sounds so fundamentally british i was gonna say i was gonna say i'm pretty sure he's american and we would say levitt so yeah yes. of course of course you would yeah but it's i didn't know i literally was sitting here all day going how the hell do i pronounce that one leave yeah. it levitt <laughs> uh, i don't know Anyway, so he tweeted out, firstly, on the 5th of March, saying, One, I have made the decision to part ways with Avalanche Studios, or software, sorry. I have nothing but good things to say about the game, the dev team, and WB Games. Two, I will be releasing a YouTube video about this soon on my channel. I was really hoping this would have been out before we covered this. Yeah. Um, He then carried on and put, to clarify... I felt absolutely secure in my position. However, I still wanted to resign for reasons that I will explain in that forthcoming video. I'm in excellent spirits and very pleased with my relationship with WB and Avalanche. Uh, He continues, Oh my, so many assumptions. Um, So this this is also on the 5th. Says, right now, I'm focused in upon wrapping things up with the team before my last day on the 12th of March, which is in four days' time as we record. But until then, please rest assured I haven't been, air quote, cancelled, despite the optics of which I am well aware. There is more to the story. Uh, He then tweets out again on the 5th. 
Question for those who may be watching my videos. Are there still ads in front of them? When the story broke, I, imme I immediately demonetized them all in the hopes that there would be less friction to anybody wanting to check them out. But I think YouTube still runs ads anyway. So the last tweet came from the 7th of March. So this was yesterday as we record. Two mm -hmm. more points. Number mm -hmm. one, I am employed with WB Gains through to the 12th. Out of respect for NDAs and affection for the team and the project, I'm silent by choice. Two, the videos are still up, as they have been for years. You can review them. Please don't let others think for you. And that's it. Yeah. Um, and I want to clarify that, yes, I believe his last video was posted two years ago. Uh, which so... was Violence, Video Games and Venezuela. Yeah, which I don't understand the connection there. So that tells you just how out of the loop uh, his videos are. You know what I mean? The the current news cycle. Yeah, uh, it's just, it was a long time ago, but I, without any context to it, I don't think I can make a comment about it. Of course, right. I have to re listen exactly. or watch the content myself to make my to form that opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think that's so, I think that is half the problem here is that people have gone onto his YouTube channel, seen some of the stuff that's on there based on like the, the titles. name the titles of it, the yeah. thumbnails and stuff like that, and just gone, No, he's terrible. I mean, Social Justice Ten Commandments is one video. Yeah, and I believe he was probably now again, I cannot speak for his actual mindset. But using just context clues, I think he was being intentionally provocative. Probably, yeah. yeah but without yeah, the full context, we can't know. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you do that. You name your video something so that people will click it. It's clickbait um, is what, you know, it's been referred to as. Yeah. Um, but you want eyes on your content. Uh, so sometimes you use uh, thumbnails that are a little alarming. Um you know, or headlines or, or whatever, titles rather, um, or subject matter. And I think that that's what he's done. Uh, yeah, um, agreed. It's, it definitely feels like it's a way to try and attract people in with uh, a snappy um, snappy video title that, that definitely plays on the, uh, the rage bait more than anything. Rage yeah. bait, I keep forgetting that, yeah. Um, so, uh, Nana, do you want to add anything... Um, as we continue this uh, no, discussion no, yeah it's um it's a sticky situation we are in new territory as in media is being produced and consumed by the quote unquote average person yeah yeah these are people with no media training um and i'm here to tell you as someone who's comes from a performative family and and you know media training is a thing and mm -hmm. uh it's quite shocking to find out oh i shouldn't do this oh i shouldn't move this much oh i shouldn't say this statement you know this kind of thing but that's i think the appeal of youtube is that you're getting amateurs and i mean that in the best way i don't mean that i mean strictly versus professional um mm -hmm. and you're getting that authentic realistic stuff oh, yeah. um I mean, yeah, I and videos for YouTube like that shows you everything you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's also quite telling because when a person starts out on YouTube and then as they start to make it 
nine times out of ten, their production quality goes up. They start to lose weight. They start to get a polished look. They start taking um, improv classes, and uh, their content starts being uh, more like, oh, we're not going to get political on this show, you know, that type of thing. Um, and, and I recognize all the hallmarks of media training. <laughs> and uh, you, you can find that pattern just one after another. Point, but but I've gotten off topic. Sorry, but that is saying that Troy Levitt is a guy with an opinion. You don't have to accept it, mm. and I think that's really that's true of anyone. Um, if he, you know, stood at a pulpit and said, uh, "Well, like there's the scene in and uh, the band Pink Floyd they have this movie album." You mean the wall? That, the wall yeah uh and there is a point where i'm not going to say the words because there's some kind of awful <laughs> words in it mm. uh but the 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 whole idea is that this guy this fascist leader um who's pink uh that's his name he's not the color pink he's just pink uh <laughs> he um he's telling them to find anyone that's different and slam them up against the wall you know he picks out various characteristics and says you know, slam which them is, against them. yeah which is where the the lyrics from another brick in the wall comes from hey yeah. teacher leave them kids alone yes yeah oh, i love that album that um, album is utterly enthralling it's genius it's so beautiful and i love the movie ah i do love uh, me a concept album anyway i do i love concept albums but we're getting off topic again um but my point being he this this dictator this fascist you know the symbolism pink um is you know saying get these different people and get them out of here but i have a fear that that can go the other way as well um it's the you know the other side of the coin well this person's ideology doesn't line up with mine um get rid of them and i i i just I don't I don't have the answers. And you know out there in listening land, uh we love you guys' feedback and your 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 conversations. So if you have any ideas, offer them up. I'm here to listen. But um well, we both are for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um yeah. but I I don't think there's an easy answer to this. Uh as I said at the top of the show, it's a nuanced discussion. And I don't think it's going to, uh, I, I just don't see an easy answer. If someone has a different political leaning towards you, should they be fired? I I just don't think that's a black and white question. Yeah, that's definitely not a black and white question indeed. Because mm-hmm. it's like there's just so many different circumstances that depend on each thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does someone deserve to lose their livelihood, their, right. their, their, you know, their career, their respect, everything, all for the sake of a few little words? And mm-hmm. the thing is, I mean, I, I said it earlier, but I want to expound on that a bit more, which is underneath everything, our beliefs, our politics, our country, you know, where we live, our cultures Underneath all of that, strip all of that away. We are just humans trying to make it in this world. Exactly. And I think that we should connect on that level, you know? I agree there, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we need to start remembering how to connect on an intellectual level and on a personal level rather than yeah. just on this absolute faux outrage that we seem to be going down. Because, unfortunately, like, and this is a big problem with social media, is that a lot of what, what happens is is people put on a hot take and most people just want to be the first. They, you yes. know, they want to be the first to comment. They want to be the first to to post information whether or not it's true or false they just they just want to be the quickest to the draw it literally has become the wild west of you know of of the internet and it's it's quite disparaging to go on there nowadays and just see all of this vitriol constantly Mm -hmm. you know yes I can go on there. I can go onto Twitter on any day of the week, and I'll uh, within five minutes I'll see someone getting called an absolute like yeah, be called a right winger, yeah. like a loony leftist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it goes. It, it's back and forth. Yeah, that's that's why I said both. You know, yeah. you're either alt right or far right or loony leftist, like the mm-hmm. uh, libtard or things like that. Oh you know? gosh, I hate that phrase so much. So do I, but I had to <laughs> and, use yeah. it for reference. And demo rats. That's my other one. I can't stand that Oh, the demo rats are worst, you know. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Now, that I do judge people's terrible, terrible portmanteaus. What what about the republicans? (laughs) Yes, I hate republicans and rethuglicans. And uh, there's another one. uh, I can't remember. Uh, Trump tarts. I I hate that. Uh, I hate it. Yeah. Um, uh, What about the Bernie bros and the... Bernie... Well, Bernie bros is not too... I yeah, mean, but it was during like the Democratic yeah, nominees and stuff right, like that, yeah. and all stuff like that. So that's a valid point. That's valid. Um, yeah. It's just can't we just talk without puns and terrible, awful puns and portmanteaus? Can't we just? Can't we? I don't know. This is so cheesy, but can't we just get along? And I'm for real. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, like. There are unfortunately there are some pretty bad actors I think on both sides who oh, don't definitely. help but stoke the fans of the flames. Oh yeah, like I have made no secret that I love uh, chaos and trolling. Yeah, but that is a different style. It's an almost innocent. It's like practical jokes, but not practical jokes that hurt people yeah. or yeah, yeah. Just funny things, you know, like tweaking someone. Like, I love to tweak someone till they get a little... Not not like, you know, where they're frothing at the mouth, but where they're just a little annoyed and they're just like, Carly, stop! And then I'm like... Yeah, hey. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the principle over here, we like to call it being a wind-up merchant. Yes, wind-up. That's what someone told me. You love to wind people up. I do. I absolutely do. I and like I mean, being a wind-up merchant too. I think you've noticed yes. on Discord. Definitely. Um, <laughs> and the twist. Um, so I, I think a little bit of like chaos, a little tweaking, a little in good humor type thing is, it's funny, it's laughable, but people seem to have taken it to like, just, they're just angry all the time. Like angry, like you can look on any subject, any benign subject that should not even have a discussion <laughs> about being angry and it is people like just yelling at each other and it's like why why (laughs) i don't get it i really don't it's just yeah me as well i and i don't know how to fight against it um honestly uh you let it happen if you're an agent of chaos like yeah i was gonna say yeah 
it depends. Like, I like to sit and watch it when it's like, when it's, you know, benign, when it's funny, you know. Um, but there are times where it just gets downright. Just, I don't even know the right word. It's just okay. horrendous. Yeah. Fine. Here's an experiment for you. Mm-hmm. I literally just went on Twitter now just to find the first thing that was trending. Oh dear. Uh-huh. And it just so happens to be about a female football commentator called Lucy Ward. Right. Okay. And within the first three tweets, I have seen uh, anger, annoyance, and uh, banter yeah. at the same time. Let's see. I don't. Oh, I'm, okay. I've got one. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna click on Laura Croft. Okay. Let's see oh, if what we get. Oh, oh dear. That's gonna be we, disastrous. Well, to be fair, it's a lot of Happy International Women's Day. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but let's get to like a real one. Okay. Fine. I've yeah. gone on. I've gone on to Bethesda. As, okay. As trending. Yes. By the way, they finally completed the acquisition. I know. I, I yeah, I am aware. Yeah. Um, uh, so the, one of the first tweets that came up was Twitter will go thermonuclear when Microsoft officially announces future Bethesda games are Xbox exclusive. Oh, now that's yeah. a take that a lot of Sony fans are going to get very annoyed about. Yeah. And it's intended to do so, I think. I think so. Um, I think so. I think that's intentional. Um, so, I, oh so that's gosh. Something within I'm, the first few scrolls, that's it. Like You find something that's intentionally there to try and wind someone up. Like, uh, okay, I didn't want to mention it, but I'm going to mention it because I have to. Um, okay. I can't Uh-oh. help it. i got to get controversial in here. So, as of today, what is today the... Uh, March 8th. Yeah, Yeah, the 8th of March. Apparently, my computer's still in American time. That's weird. Oh, what? Because you got free 821. Yeah. Brilliant. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, I had to rebuild my computer, so it must have reset. Anyway, uh, so as of today, March 8th, 2021, Burger King, about eight hours ago. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Why did we come to this? The worst take ever. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to give you my two points. Can I... Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say something really controversial here. Oh, no. I thought it was funny. No, okay. I thought it was funny. This is what I want to talk about. Okay, as an agent of chaos... uh, I think we all are here. Let's be honest. We We all have that. We're all troublemakers. We're all winder-uppers. Trolls. Um, That's why we get along so well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that was funny, and it made me go, (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, I should probably say what the tweet is. Yeah, Uh, you should. Bernstein tweeted, uh, women belong in the kitchen. Now... (gasps) As, Shock horror. <laughs> yes, but as un, not un, okay. No, that was going to be a wrong thing. I was going to say, unfortunately, female. I'm not unfortunate to be a female. Uh, as a female, yes, of course, I've been told that all my life. And until they meet me, then they go, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I should have never said that." <laughs> uh, but but everybody's brave, you know, on the internet. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that was a funny trolley take but instead of 
hitting the um, enter key and then typing the rest of their tweet out, they replied to the tweet with the rest of the tweet. Yeah, they made a mistake with that one. Yeah, they did. So everyone's been sharing just the top tweet. And ignoring the context behind the rest of it. Exactly. And that has happened. That has inflamed both inflamed, not as an angered, but got both sides riled up. You've got the misogynist being like, ha ha, I support you. I'm going to buy your burgers all the time. I actually saw somebody say that. Yeah, and then right. Really? You got, I know, right? And then you got the feminist on the other side going, what the frick is wrong with you? I'm boycotting Burger King. <laughs> Which I don't think anyone's even walked into a Burger King anywhere near me in five years. Uh, I think we only I, have one in Northern Ireland. I rarely go to Burger King, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> Look, the closest uh, one to me is actually in a train station, and that train station's been mostly closed for nearly a year, yeah, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, Northern Irish people love KFC more than anything. That's their jam. Um, and it's weird, because I'm an American, so we don't call it KFC. I think we're starting to now, but it's always been Kentucky Fried Chicken. And it sells chicken in America. They don't. They sell sandwiches here. It's weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I did have a point though. Um, uh, so that was a bad take. That was a bad tweet, and that was intentional. Um, I think if they had just added that that reply tweet into the body of the first tweet, it wouldn't have been as bad. I think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think definitely. They've got the, the right level of chaos and trolling. Uh, I think they messed up real, real, real bad. You know, and celebration for International Women's Day. <laughs> it was the wrong day to do it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's the point they were trying to make. This is So I we're explaining it here, obviously. They said that women like belong in the kitchen. It's a very old school, stereotypical view of a 50s, like, house husband who would think his wife would just stay in the kitchen and look after him okay fine not not great in today's ideals but what not a wife material (laughs) i think the point is they were trying to make was that actually they've seen a huge reduction in people who want to work in kitchens in burger king so that's what it is yeah yeah yeah, because they prefaced it by saying that there was like twenty percent or something like that. There's only about twenty cent percent of female cooks in the kitchens. Well, I would argue now. My experience has only been in McDonald's. I've worked in McDonald's uh, coming up as I did. Yep, I did. I worked in McDonald's, Subway, uh, Pizza Hut, and Little Caesars. Um, yeah, I think that's the only food places I worked. Uh, but this is all to get me through college, which I then dropped out of but <laughs> and i did notice that working at mcdonald's they don't put women in the grill part they stick us on registers and drive through and i i no, don't house that's yeah a, yeah that's a good point because like um i live in south london and there are like three mcdonald's within like 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes of me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got one in walking distance, yes. It's now, it's now officially becoming the uh, the Starbucks of the UK. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, yeah, most of the time, women, like, okay, here we don't really have desks anymore because not everything is the screens. But yeah. where I know there's one that has desks, and it's like, 
They're usually the women are out front and center, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're that's, out front, yeah. That's what I've noticed in my local McDonald's as well when I used to go and get teas and coffees there when I worked right across the road. Yeah, and the thing is, the managers set that up. You don't, like, walk in and go, I'm here for my minimum wage job and you can put me in the grill, coach, because... Um, <laughs> Yeah. What? Why did you go all sports with that there? Yeah, coach. Because I, I went back into my mental place of when I used to work there. Well, because you were working out after work, you were just like still in that oh, mind gosh. frame. You were roid, roiding up, basically. I had a friend that said uh, he was he would take me, he would pick me up and drop me off, and the uniforms were purple, and. Um, I, I could I could walk out of McDonald's and then go to the store and like I'd have this group of kids just coming all around me like oh my gosh you're so cool blah, blah. remember six foot tall you know huge chick muscly chick and I'm dressed in purple and, and you um, smell like McDonald's and I smell like McDonald's and <laughs> yeah. he's like you're freaking Barney to these people <laughs> you're Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> I'm glad like, you clarified that. I did wonder yeah, where you no, were going. Yeah, a word over here. Um, <laughs> uh, but he was like, "Yeah, you're like Barney the dinosaur to these people." Um, so I don't remember my point of that. Um, probably didn't have a point. Because no, we were talking about the fry, the, the old fry cooks, you know, in the kitchens. Yeah, you don't walk in. You don't tell the the manager where to put you. Um, no, the manager chooses where to put you. Yeah, and I was a manager of Little Caesars, and I put my crew where their strengths were. Because um, you have to make out the, the schedules beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I never based it on male or female. So, I, I don't know. That's just a weird... Yeah. That's just a weird thing. Okay, so just to preface this, we do have to read the second part of this tweet. Oh, So, yes. the one from Burger King, it says, <laughs> If they want to... Of course. Yeah, only 20% of chefs are women. We're on the a mission to... Ch- chefs. You know what I mean. Look, okay, let me let me change the word here then. Yeah, only 20% of our microwavers are women. Yes. <laughs> We're on a mission to... even worse. Yeah, oh, I know. Boy. I, I know it does. But you do know that they change from flame grilled to microwave. Did they really? Yeah. That's why I stopped eating there myself. Um, We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. We are proud to be launching a new scholarship program which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. Why would you even think about doing it at Burger King? I have no idea. Yeah... Also, uh, this is their version of the Bud Light campaign that accidentally uh, endorsed state rape. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to explain that. That must have gone over my head, really. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. So there was like a Bud Light campaign that was like um the perfect beer for adding no to your vocabulary. Oh! <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> The point of it was like it was into like a bigger ad campaign of like loosen up, try new things, but they chose the worst phrasing for it. Oh my gosh! Proving yet again that these PR com- these companies that their PR departments 
Ah, they're tone deaf. They're oh not reading the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, oh, I've got tears in my eyes. That's so stupid. Oh, oh yeah. god. <laughs> there were some crazy uh like like print ads that went along with it. That was just like <laughs> Really guys. So really bad. Um <laughs> I mean it's an agent of chaos. I love it. But it is so ridiculous that they didn't yeah. they didn't think yep. about that one first. Why uh-huh. did they put that to print? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my um, god. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. But uh No no, 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 we, no let's keep going. This is too much fun. <laughs> I, I was like, we've got about ten more minutes if y'all wanna add anything to it. Mm, I mean I think just proving by Burger King's tweet, obviously, yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think based on Burger King's tweet and the vitriol that we see generally on on um, on social media platforms nowadays, you know, uh, even listening to certain political discussions, you're going to see it constantly, this whole thing of oh this person you shouldn't listen to them because they have x opinion and y opinion and they're oh. terrible because of x you know y or z and it's like yeah really so you're think for yourself yeah, yeah you've got to think yeah you have got to think for yourself you can't let anyone dictate what you feel question you know? everything yeah um, this is the thing, does... most polit- most commentators will tell you, <laughs> or good ones at least, will tell you, and I'm going to specifically mention one here that will get me cancelled, and I know it will, but Count Dankula is one. Yes. He, uh, I'm not saying why he is uh, a, a, a terrible person to some people, of course, um, but he's go the one. Go find out for yourself. Yeah, you can go and find it very, very easily, because yeah. search the name and it's the first thing that comes uh, up. Anyway, exactly. so he turns around and he basically says, question everything, including me. Don't yeah, take me for my word. Check yes. my sources. Make a decision for yourself. Well. Yeah, so do I, because, yeah. you know, people can't be trusted to be 100% accurate on no. everything. Pete, I do want to ask you something. Uh, Why haven't I been cancelled yet? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, mostly that. No. um, So, (laughs) in the, I'm going to give the the audience kind of some context. Um, So, in the autism world, people with autism are considered neurodiverse, and people who are not are neurotypical. So when I refer to Pete as an NT, (laughs) when I refer to Pete as an NT, that is what I mean, uh, is his typical brain versus atypical. So I mean, we had a whole big old discussion about all this one yesterday, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, I have to frequently use Pete as a, um, I was going to say sounding board, but that's not really it. Um, moral compass. Yeah, a decoder. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. When it comes to social and uh, yes. feelings, we'll say decoder. Yeah, definitely. Yes, sure. that's a safer word. Um, but uh, what I want to ask is, like, there's always this kind of joke among NTs that when they type LOL, they're not really laughing. That's true. I can guarantee if I type LOL, I am laughing out loud. Um, um, but, me too. I can yeah. yeah if, I, if I put Laomo, then I definitely am laughing like, like that. Well, um, so 
having that as a basis, um, are people really this angry when on social media? Is that real anger or is that exaggerated anger? It's hard to tell, really. I, I know that's a generic question that's broad brushing, but I mean, I kind of just mean from your point of view as an NT. Well, the problem is, is that despite being an NT, as as you call it, yeah, um, a lot of the emotion is taken out in uh, written. Right. Any, anything okay. written doesn't really have much of an emotional aspect to it, unless you're well, using very emotive words. I was going to say, to me, that's the opposite. Um, but that's, you know, that's because obviously I process different. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so for me, it's very like the language is almost loud and you can almost feel it. It's so strong sometimes that I have to wonder, are they really this angry or is this another case of typing LOL um, and not actually laughing out loud type thing? I think I think like with anything, there is a lot of nuance to the situation because there mm-hmm. are some people who might genuinely be really angry when they are actually writing things out, but it's very hard to interpret that just by reading it because yeah, uh, the emotion is, is taken true. out of it. Whereas if you were to have a face to face conversation, even mm-hmm. through through webcam and microphone or in person, mm-hmm. you can pick up on facial expression, tone of voice, um, ticks anything like that that might give you an inclination that they are getting more and more aggressive or more passive to do with the situation okay interesting uh it's nuance that's the problem is that we're losing nuance yeah absolutely i was gonna say nana how about you how do you interpret that because i know you're you're in my Spectrum yeah, of things. Yeah, that much. Is <laughs> yeah, I think I was good. I I do have a tendency. To, I do believe, like again, like Pete said, that there's some nuance to this. Like some people are probably dead angry. Some people aren't really dead angry. You know, it's hard to tell. I think yeah, I'll believe that part is that. But I will say for uh, this game in particular, I think for Hogwarts Legacy, I think it's called. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting because it could like really shape the future of like other controversial stuff that could come yes. out around us, and also really the future of Harry Potter in essence, because it's like now it's like a good time to see if people will support something without J.K. Rowling in it. Yeah, uh, that's actually a very valid Ooh. point. I mean, okay, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I know we don't have much time, but. Uh, I think I just want to say that that is a very valid point because Harry Potter has meant a lot to a lot of people. Basically, if you're under 40, it's kind of the same thing with Pokemon. If you're under 40, Harry Potter was a huge part of your childhood. <clears throat> and um, they show movies here every year. <laughs> yeah, because wasn't it filmed over here or something? It's very British. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they've got Harry Potter World up in Watford yeah. over here. I mean, That's Sky scary. Movies is literally for probably the 15th <laughs> time in the last five years have made a Harry Potter channel just for the movies. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, are they going to, you know, are we as a society going to just disregard that legacy? Not a pun. That was not a pun. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that legacy that's been created, uh, because of bad Twitter posting, you know, I can't, 
I just don't think that's a right road to go down to. Because here, let's be honest right quick. And then you two say your pieces and then we'll we'll wrap it up. But I mean, Harry Potter specifically got children reading. Children that wouldn't normally read. Um, I know that it helped a lot in the autistic community because it gave us a sense of belonging. Um, uh, Hermione's a great, strong character. Not my favorite. Luna's my favorite. Um, <laughs> Luna, okay, Luna's cool. I can get on board yeah. with you there. Um, but it was good because it had it featured different races, different genders, different um, you know, just uh, uh, this mix. But it didn't it didn't point out everyone's you know thing. You know, it was like this is how the world is. It's like, but you know, it's fantasy, but. Awesome. So now we're supposed to disregard that entire legacy because J.K. Rowling's, Rowling did a bad tweet. No. Um, yeah, I want to I want to hear from you, Pete, and I want to hear from Nana, and then we're going to wrap it up. I'm sorry, but I'm going to be honest here, and I don't think what she said was even that bad. Um. I'm I'm still out on that personally. No, I think only because. Mm-hmm. I think mainly because, and I have to explain why I think this, because I think there are, there are a lot... Yes, Nana, I'm getting to it, I'm getting to it. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that seem to, especially when it comes to the LGBT community, seem to discount that biology is a thing. And that was merely the point that she was trying to make. You can't erase biology. I, I really need to hear more from her I've yeah tried. i i, I agree it. there needs to be more context to it and yeah yeah okay it clearly enough. was it clearly was one of these things that because she was getting a lot of vitriol from people language. it got mm-hmm. messy so therefore like agents of chaos like we were she clearly mm-hmm. said something to stoke the fans of the flames and it worked yeah. because it got the desired effect yeah so uh, but what they seem to forget is how much J.K. Rowling had actually done to change a lot of the stuff to do with the characters over time. The fact that, you know... Dumbledore is Dumbledore gay. is gay, and they made it very apparent in uh, Fantastic Beasts 2 that yep. that was the case. Um, yeah. You know, Hermione Granger is essentially J.K. Rowling. She wrote yeah. herself. Yeah. You know, you know there is... A, a, an, that's what they call yeah, yeah, there is an excellent breed oh sorry wrong choice of words there is an yeah, excellent mix of characters <laughs> and diverse characters male female uh of different races creeds or colors they're all in that in in those books so yeah. I, how she can be called a transphobe for one one reactionary post to thousands of people constantly tweeting you saying you are this is it not becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy then? That's why I I I need her to physically speak out, and so I can know her actual point of view. Um, I'm I just I'm so tired of reading everyone's take on it. Not I mean I love reading people's takes on things, but it's both sides are just repeating the same things over and over, and they need her to say what she really means yeah, um, yeah I that agree. could be an autistic thing though uh, there may be a ton of subtleties and stuff that i am just going straight over my head uh and i do apologize for that but nana you go ahead you you say say what you feel think okay i'm gonna relate this to weave things because that's just how i work yes <laughs> um, we know how it's, it's how you roll dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. uh, follow Nana's Twitter 
Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't um, make but... about 20,000 Genshin Impact tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dude. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, related to, um, I think it's Rorani Kenshin, I believe that series. Um, the creator of that was a pedophile, but I don't think in essence, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think, in essence, that um, it's sort of right to discount the legacy of um, of the actual artwork of it because that's a tough, that's a tough yeah, one. I know, but I don't think it's actually right to discount the legacy right. of. That's the 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 philosophical discussion I have going inside all the time, like internally. Yeah. Um, because okay, perfect example. Um, I have my probably no, I'm not gonna preface it like that. So one of my favorite writers of all time is Warren Ellis. Um, he has written several comic books. He's written several books. He has written the Castlevania series on Netflix. He's quite prolific. I didn't know he was involved in that. Yep. Awesome. And when before i moved here to the uk i think i've told this part of the story before i lost or someone came in and robbed me and they stole my comic books along with my xbox and spongebob tv thanks um <laughs> but they, i liked it it was yellow um and it looked like spongebob but i love spongebob but they stole my comics that i had been collecting since i was 12 um and there were some like first appearance of gambit and you know just there were some really collectible ones um in there um so somehow warren ellis got wind of it one of my friends was actually messaging all my favorites favorite artists favorite writers or whatever um warren ellis was the one to respond he wrote me a personal message it was beautiful and he sent me a copy of his x-men script that hadn't been published yet and it had all of the very um, unguarded liner notes uh, that were, because it's Warren Ellis, were a bit on the graphic side, and I love it. <laughs> and um, it is something I have treasured for so long. And mm-hmm. I followed him, and I, I've been retweeted, retweeted by him twice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's someone I respect. Mm-hmm. Well, last year... He had to step down from Castlevania because he got called out for being sexually harassing to a female. Um, He didn't make any kind of excuses or anything. He just said, this has been said about me. I'm taking some time. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not questioning guilt or not guilt. That's not my place. I have no place in their personal relationship. I've never... That's just, I'm not in that world. I know what he's done for me. And for me, it was a very positive, beautiful, healing thing. And I don't think that I'm supposed to just throw all that away, you know, because he made a mistake. Yeah, or that's, am I, you know? 
Yeah. That's the point I was trying to make. And I think yeah. the, I don't think it's wrong. It's right to discount the legacy of someone and um, what they've done for people because and because because they did something wrong. You know, you can, that's why I'm like, you should be able to like the show, but hate the person is what right. I'm thinking. And yeah. I'll use like another example that's mm-hmm. actually a bit closer to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the anime uh, recovery of a MMO junkie like it's really good. I think you should watch. <laughs> That sounds good. I like it already. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it it turned out that one of the I think it was the series director made a couple of Nazi sort of tweets a a couple of years ago, maybe. I'm not entirely sure. But there I don't think it's right to like involve those feelings into how I felt about the show. You know, I don't think because like when you look at the show as a whole, it's very moving in essence like it talks about like um this 30 year old woman who's decided to join the neat life and finds friends that she knew in real life incidentally so it's like yeah i don't think it's right for people to hate a show just because a person did something bad because in essence if you're gonna do that you're sort of discounting the effect that that's had to other people in essence yeah like guardians of the galaxy because james Gunn. yeah, yeah. oh he made a couple of risky to risky tweets well, yes here's about the pedophilia. thing and i've said this before i think i said it on the show and we really are going to wrap up i promise um <laughs> <laughs> james gunn if you knew anything about him which i have known i have followed him since tromeo and juliet which is a 90s uh, Tromoville movie. If you know anything about him, he's from the Tromoville verse, which is disgusting and graphic. It's B-movies. It's cheese and and blood and guts. And, and bad oh, jokes. I love it so much. And terrible, terrible humor, um, which would be considered edgy today, but was just eye-rolly back then. And um, so his tweets weren't a surprise to anyone. At the time. And then fast forward it five years later or whatever, because I think he made the tweets in 2010 and they yeah. were uncovered in like 2016 or something. And these people who don't know James Gunn from Tromaville are like, uh, cancel him, get rid of him, fire him, do this, blah, blah. Mm. And the rest of us are going, he hasn't changed. He's still him. Like that was. No, no, I'm gonna, no, no, no. There was a bit. There was a little bit more than that. There were people who are considered on the quote-unquote right side of politics, let's call it, who mm-hmm. was who, who were uh, were saying cancel him, cancel him, and then there were people on the left side of politics saying, uh, no, we're not going to cancel him. He's one of our own. We should not cancel him. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't know that. Part. Yeah, they, they, a uh, lot of them were saying, "Don't cancel him. He's left leaning. He's one of us." Oh gosh. If they said that, that's stupid. There were um, some who did. There were a lot of people on the left, specifically, who were saying, "Yeah, cancel him. These are terrible jokes." Like talking about yeah. pedophilia and stuff like that. It's, but you don't have to like a joke. A joke is a joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, no, that's another show for another day. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up. Also, uh, one one uh, final uh, thing to say about Troy Lev- uh, Levitt. Oh, yes. Uh, 
you may want to cancel him and you are perfectly entitled to do so if you want to. I don't agree with cancel culture, but don't let that ruin the good work of hundreds of other people at that studio yeah. trying yeah. their their damnedest to get a game out that now has been delayed by another year because of a, a pandemic. pandemic. So yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt. It, yeah. Not everyone there has the same opinion as him. Yeah. And there are hundreds of people within that company who are trying to make something for the betterment of the community. Us game players, you know, we should remember that it's a form of art. We, Mm -hmm. We will get to enjoy it at some point next year. Whether you like it or not is up to you. Yeah, but you don't I, have to I'm like true. the comments, but just remember that there are more, there's more than one person working on this. Um, I think that's a very good perspective to take, um, and I do want to uh, thank our audience for sticking with us and and participating in some of these thought exercises because I know I, because because I have the demographics. Um, <laughs> I know some <laughs> of you are not inclined. Uh, you know, certain political ways and vice versa. We have, let me rephrase that. We have listeners who are on the entire spectrum politically. Yeah. Um, it covers the whole thing. Um, this is a big tent, as they say. Everyone is welcome, as long as they don't, you know, do anything violent. <laughs> so, um, but having said that, for those that, may have felt that this was a bit controversial, but you stuck it out through the end. I want to uh, tell you how much we appreciate that. Uh, yeah, please don't cancel me. <laughs> yeah, please don't cancel Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get cancelled every few years and come back with a different, uh, whole different persona and ID, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right for some. I've had this Twitter uh, account 11 years. I don't want to lose it now. Yeah. I've had mine longer. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm not. I can't. I can't. I'm being good. Um, but I really, really want to extend that our deepest thanks to our audience um, because it has grown like insane over the last few weeks, um, mm-hmm. and we picked up a bunch of listeners from the U.S. So. Hey y'all! <laughs> stop trying! Stop trying to fit in. You're a deserter. <laughs> Never. Um, I am my own uh, nation. Crap! I hit my microphone I kn- again. That one was a bit worse. <laughs> sorry. It's cool. It's hanging over my head. Um, like Damocles' sword. Um, so. Do you want me to wrap this up? Because you're really yes. having a hard time doing so. I really am. I'm very tired, but I just want our audience to know how much I appreciate them, and I love it when they listen to us, and I love all their feedback, and I love them! I love all of them! Okay. Okay, you can stop gushing for a minute. <laughs> um, not like that. Um, oh, frick! Yes, I know, I know. Um, yeah, I'm trying. It's so hard when you're doing a, an episode about chaos, and you're, you're, just a bit, you're just a bit of an edgelord, you know? Yes. Or you try to be, anyway. Yes. So, if you want to give us feedback about this episode, and I'm sure there will be a few people who want to, please keep it civil. Please do. Yeah, we try to yeah. keep it as civil as mm. possible on here. You may not agree with our opinions, 
And that's okay. But that's okay. Like yeah, I was going to say that is okay. We we like the diverse opinions. So yes. you can do so by emailing us at podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com or on Twitter at rrradiopod. But remember that Rapid Reviews Radio is a supplementary podcast to Rapid Reviews UK a site, which can be found at www.rapidreviewsuk.com or on Twitter at Rapid Reviews UK. Uh, Nana, our illustrious guest, where can they find you talking about weeb stuff? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like Pete mentioned, uh, Twitter, um, at Nana double underscore Mafo. Uh, I make arts, I make art that is mostly Final Fantasy at this point, because I think I've done, I think I've done like 10 Final Fantasy renders in the past few weeks, maybe, but yeah. yeah you're getting very, very good. It's, you can tell your, your progress is fabulous. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can definitely yeah. see that happening yeah. across those different yeah. Tifa models and, Anyway, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, the Instagram, same place, and then and Marfa and then and dot com. Um I write about mainly weep stuff, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh most most recently I've been looking at um Mitsuguri Kamu Hikage, which was I think the last game I looked at and uh Genshin Impact. Of so, course, Genshin yeah. Impact. <laughs> Yeah. Look, you're not the only person I have heard talk very right. highly about yeah. Genshin Impact for many, many yep. weeks. <laughs> no, yep. there's a lot of people who are very captivated by it, and no, I'm, they, quite, I'm quite happy well, by that yeah. for a free-to-play game. I was gonna say I actually have it on my computer. I just have not. Long yeah, you you said this the last time I was oh, on. I think. Oh my goodness! <laughs> At least I was honest about it and said I won't play it. Oh gosh, I'm the world's worst. <laughs> I yeah. just keep playing yeah. building and management games. That's all I do 24-7. And raft. And ra- well, that's what well, I'm saying. Build- yeah, like- building and crafting games. Raft, yeah. City Skyline, um, some just boring to For- other people. Modded Fallout games. 4. Modded Fallout 4. Oh my gosh. If it's got building, crafting, and... Um, mining and uh time management i am all over it <laughs> okay if you want to see kylie ranting yeah. about or talking about being uh an nd compared to N- the old nts or whatever uh then yep yeah, where do you find them um you can find me on twitter which is at kylie to greet k-l-e-y-t-h-g-r-e-e-t and i am totally done for because as my latest tweet has just expounded upon uh there's a place that just opened up near my house that i can order from with just eat my app on my phone that will bring me gelato and wine so i'm pretty much done <laughs> so basically this is the final episode of this podcast because uh, <laughs> kylie kylie has drunk herself into a stupor oh. of alcoholic gelato yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. But if, you... if all they need is pig skins, uh, which I'll call pork cracklings, and chocolate, and that's me done. That's it. Oh. That's I'm done. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, cue the incoming coronary there. Exactly. Um, but. If you do want to follow me after this podcast has ended, because this is the very final episode, because I don't think I'll ever see Kylie ever again after this one, um, you can follow me at Pete Beckett One, which is B E C K E W T and the number one. Also, uh, we have a Twitch channel, 
Yes. We've forgotten to mention it a few times, but so it's you've w- got to jump on it now. Yeah, it's www.twitch.tv forward slash rapid reviews. We are still working on the plans. I know I keep saying this. We're getting closer. We're getting think- closer because Kylie's pulled her finger out and actually done something with it. Whoa. Yes, I could pull- uh, Yes, I called you out on that one. Okay. Yeah, publicly shaming. Yeah, beca- yeah, because uh. yeah, because my my months of shaming you in pub in private haven't worked. So maybe well, see, maybe the listeners could get on to you about nah, that. That's another thing that's great about me is that <laughs> you can't shame me. <laughs> um. But, uh, yes, we might be doing some stealthy testing streams of the show. So I would sign up to that and follow us because um, you might get to see Pete's shining, beautiful face and my wine glass. What are you talking about? There is no shining, beautiful (laughs) face here. The only thing decent that you'll see is my ever-growing collection of awesome gaming t-shirts. That's about it. And my collection of wine glasses. Yeah, because you never take them upstairs. <laughs> I just say an empty mm-hmm. wine bottles on my desk. <laughs> I wonder how many you can get through by the end of the year and have them stacked up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, that's not a challenge that you should take. Up. I was gonna say <laughs> it's not a challenge you should attempt. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up for us this week. Um, thanks again to our guest Nana, um, and thanks again to you guys out there for listening. Um, and just let us know things. Tell us things. Um, and I'm going to stop talking now because words aren't going to make sense anymore. Um, <laughs> we will t- talk to you uh, next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. How can something smell so nice and taste like dirt?